Hello, Flyers fans. It's the Broad Street Hockey Brief for the week ending November 10th. The Broad Street Hockey Brief is our weekly recap show that will give you a quick look back into the week of the Flyers in case you missed anything. As always, Broad Street Hockey has your back if you do something nutty like log off of the internet for a week and miss out on all the Flyers news. It was a good week for your Flyers. They started off on November 5th with a win over the Absolute Canes at home, 4-1. Next up were those Montreal Canadiens, who they beat in overtime, 3-2. And most recently, a 3-2 shootout win over those Toronto Maple Leafs. All of this winning has resulted in something very exciting. Wildcard, bitches. That's right. The Flyers are in the playoffs right now as we speak. They are 9-5-2, and and that is good for the first wildcard spot, and they are only one point behind the Pittsburgh Penguins for third in the Metro. They always say that being in a playoff spot at the American Thanksgiving mile marker is crucial. Now, is that true? I don't know, but the hockey men always say it, so there must be something to it. And the Flyers making their way into a playoff spot to kick off the month of November means things are trending in the right direction for the boys. The notable number this week is courtesy of Alex Appleyard of TheAthletic.com. It's an interesting one. This season's Flyers, at 5-on-5, while they have a lead, have a 55.45 Corsi 4, which is good for 5th in the league, and a 2.73 expected goals for per 60, which is good for 2nd in the league. Now why is this interesting? Well, because in years past... Flyers teams that have had a lead have sat on those leads. To give you some numbers, they were 49.91 Corsi 4 per 60, which was 16th in the NHL, and only 2.02 expected goals for per 60, which was 21st in the NHL. This means that the Elaine Vigneault coached Flyers are no longer sitting back on leads. They are not playing to not lose. They are, in fact, playing to win. They continue to take it to their opponents even when they have a lead. They aren't content to just sit on a lead. They want to try to get a bigger league, which means that we are looking at a more exciting Philadelphia Flyers team, and we're looking at a team that is going to continue to press no matter the score, which should lead to a lot of wins. Good for us. The roster moves this week centered around the fourth-line shuffle that's been going on for the last couple of weeks. Began with German Rubstoff being sent back to Allentown to play with the Phantoms, and Mikhail Vorobiev being called back up to take his place on the fourth line. He did not stick, and he was sent back down to the minors, and Andy Andreoff was called off to get his shot at that fourth-line spot. Andreoff played very well in the Toronto game, so one assumes that that fourth-line shuffle might hit pause for a little while while they let them play out because it looked quite good. Injury updates. There are some very bad news for Sam Moran, who, in the middle of this week, tore his ACL again, the same one he tore before, and he will be out for the rest of the season. Real bad luck for that kid. It's a real shame. Scott Lawton is still out with his fractured finger, and we, unfortunately, still have no update on Nolan Patrick, who remains sidelined with his migraine disorder. 
down on the farm, the Phantoms are coming off of a big overtime win against the Hershey Bears thanks to a strong performance by Alex Lyon, who saved 28 of 30 shots, and a game winner from defenseman Andy Walensky, who is currently riding a three-game point streak. The Phantoms went 2-1 this week with wins against divisional rivals the Baby Penguins and Hershey Bears, leaving them in fourth place overall in the Atlantic. Morgan Frost continues to lead the team in points with 11, and Greg Carey has moved into that second spot with 8 points. Since the Flyers insist on taking every other game to a shootout, this week's standout play is another shootout beauty. Our captain, Claude Giroux, G-Daddy, if you will, skating straight in, like a boss, winding up, and absolutely blasting one by Freddie Anderson in that shootout win over Toronto. The real icing on the cake with this play was the fact that Anderson was quite salty about it after the game, claiming that Giroux's slap shot was a result of the fact that the Flyers had run out of ideas for shootout shots. Anytime you can make the losing goalie salty, you know you've done something right. What to watch this upcoming week, we have told you to keep an eye on Shane Goss's bear before, but in that win over Toronto, it really looked like he was actually turning a corner. Ghost led the Flyers in Corsi with 76.19%, and he also led in expected goals with a staggering 94.68%. In addition to those underlying numbers being good, he actually looked like our old friend Shane Goss's bear. He was turning on a dime to avoid four checkers. He made some great outlet passes. He led on the rush a few times. He was making good reads defensively, and he was turning those reads into offense. This team desperately needs Shane Goss' bear to be good, so let's hope that this time the good performance that we saw on Saturday sticks. And finally, are we flying or are we dying? You know we're flying this week, baby. It was a good one. The Flyers have a big test coming up to kick off this week against the Bruins. The games are coming fast this month, so the boys are going to need to keep the A game going. Be sure to check out the Flyers' forecast tomorrow to preview this week's action. Go Flyers!